Welcome to the garden, everybody. I go by Huey. And I'm Jay. And this is the Grow Bro Podcast, where I still have not come up with a better intro. How you doing, bruh? <laughs> I'm doing okay. We'll get there. We're still um we're still growing. We haven't put numbers on these, but I guess we need to figure out what episode we're on at some point. I think it's good with no numbers. Yeah, I think the the no numbering is good too. Until you need to know how many episodes you've actually done. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But even then, it's like I, I still, if I give a count, I w- I'm going to say about however many I actually like. Mm. Okay. So if it was like two episodes I wouldn't like, I wouldn't say I had 20. I'll say I have about 18. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fair. This, you know, some stuff just doesn't count. You know, it's just it's there, but it don't really count for real. Yeah, sometimes every player has an off night. Yeah. You know, maybe you just don't count those games. Yeah. <laughs> but how you been, bro? I've been good. I've been good. Um it's been busy. Work has been intense. Um so I'm I'm excited about some of the things that are going to happen. Um with that, I've also been back to therapy, I guess. I'm trying to think. I've been going but now I only go like once a month or once every, or twice a month now, every other week. Um and so it's just kind of been cool. So it's been more like personal development stuff so i'm excited about that what's going on with you um life as school's going it's 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 getting to a part where now it's starting to get tricky because uh we have to like rent equipment because we're actually like filming things and at least with my schedule it's going to be hard for my group to rent stuff because the center isn't open when i am available to get things Mm. So we got to figure out who can rent stuff out. But then my other classes started and reading the syllabus, just like, you know, talking about group, groups, groups. And then when she was talking about it, she was like, you know what? I'll let you guys decide if you want to work individually or in pairs. And I felt like a weight was just lifted off of my shoulders because I hate group work mm. with a passion. So I'm grateful for that. Um, uh, yeah i saw birds of prey and it was really good okay shout out to you uh it was really really good they spent more time on character development than they needed to maybe all right uh but it was really good i thoroughly enjoyed it uh yeah valentine's day was fun oh yeah that was a that was a thing (laughs) yes valentine's day i forgot that that happened uh but shout out to everybody that enjoyed theirs um Mm -hmm. i hope everybody had safe uh things i saw a lot of memes and it made me think about just how everybody's all lovey-dovey in a relationship and i'm like you know that's crazy (laughs) that people want to spend all this money to go to the hotel to do the same sex moves you do at the house (laughs) (laughs) that is hilarious um yeah see i i'm not uh well, if I were to like do a room situation, it would be a room that has like a really nice view. Mm. Like it would have, there would be a purpose and intention behind it. It wouldn't just be like, oh, let's get a random hotel so you can mm. go fuck like that. No. Uh, but then, you know, of course, you know, I still do it up, you know, with like, you know, flowers and balloons and teddy bears and shit candles that's what they usually put up right 
I think so. I think about that stuff too. <laughs> I think about it mainly because like, do y'all tip the house? Like, do y'all leave money for housekeeping when y'all throw all them pedals all over the place? Or y'all just like, I paid for this hotel room so I can come in here and fuck it up with flowers? <laughs> like, what, how does would, that work? I would clean them up myself. Um, <laughs> I, I would just, you know, sweep them on up my own. My own. Mm, okay. Uh, I, I'm also not a big fan of making a mess. Right. So it wouldn't be but so many petals that's off of a rose. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. I respect that. <laughs> What's the, like the 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 most you've ever done on the Valentine's Day? Oh. Um I think like out of town trips, like driving somewhere, maybe like the, the day before, um hotel, uh nice restaurant. Didn't do the flowers thing. Um I have been on a streak uh, or had been on the streak, I guess you could say, of women who were not into flowers. Uh, so I saved myself a fair amount of money <laughs> by not having to do that. Um, but they all love food, so that was fine. Was, I guess it balanced itself out. Um, and then that was pretty much it. It was pretty, like, simple. Um, I'm still, like, evolving into that stuff. Um, I try to be super, super, like, uh, attentive. But most of the stuff is really just like probably just going out of town. I think that's probably the biggest thing that I've ever really done. I tried to do all the like sending an edible arrangement to the job and then send flowers to your house uh, or something to your house, uh, pampering. But then like that's everybody's doing that. So then uh, I I catch the attitude. like It's packed in here. And I'm like, all right, well, cool. Fuck it. Like I tried. (laughs) So... (laughs) So yeah, I don't know. What about you? What is your uh claim to fame for Valentine's Day? I think the fanciest thing I did was when I took my first boyfriend to um an Alvin Ailey show. Okay. Uh you know, it, it wasn't expensive, but it wasn't cheap either. Mm, I feel uh, but I think that was the most fanciest thing I've done. Other than that, I haven't really had too many Valentine's Day experiences, not that I can remember at least. Uh, so the only real ones I really have is the ones from that year and this year. Even because me and my first boyfriend, we had two Valentine's Day, but the only one that really mattered was the Alvin Ailey one. Mm. So the other one, we were long distance. Oh, okay. Let's say it didn't matter, but. It wasn't as special, I guess. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, and this year, um, you know, I didn't do much. You know, I got him like this. Uh, he likes Batman, so I got him this Batman card that okay. came with this little stuffed version of Batman. He just he uh expands. Yeah, he's in like the plastic wrap and then expands after. So that um and like these Batman, this Batman ten of chocolates. And then we went to go see Birds of Prey at the Epic in the, you know, expensive seat, seats. Uh, and then I made breakfast the next morning. And that was it. You know, Cafe Q. Okay. Look at you. Yeah, Cafe Q. You are. And the you, food was good. You are um, you are a thoughtful uh, companion, partner, uh, friend. <laughs> you're that guy. You're that, you're that guy. I can be. 
I definitely can be well, when I want to be. Well, but are we going to love Valentine's Day or even love? Uh, I'm going to love it. I love seeing people in love, um, but I simultaneously don't want to hear about your relationship. <laughs> so, so everybody that's new in a relationship, stop posting that shit. We don't care. Um <laughs> Cause when y'all break up, then that's when we, and then our ears perk up. We're like, ooh, drama, yeah, y'all are, ooh, things went sideways. Um, Keep the same energy. Yeah, so yeah, don't do that. Like, just be happy in peace. Um, also, it's not a competition, people. So like, don't be like, oh, y'all are still doing that. A lot of y'all didn't get shit. Y'all trying to dress y'all kids up and be like, my son's my Valentine's. Shut up. You're lonely. That's fine. Sick of being lonely. Um, yeah, but it's fine. Um, so I'm gonna love it. I love seeing people in love. I love seeing people make other people smile. So that's dope. So yeah, I'm gonna love it. What about you? I'm gonna love it with the caveat that it not be the only time that y'all do romantic things and agreed stuff like that. Uh, yeah, it's a hot time to do it, but it's not the only time to do it. So yeah that's the this is like when everybody's watching like yeah there should be some behind the scenes uh things happening that lead up to this right Um, (laughs) yeah you should have some stuff in and also if we are playing by rules like if this is cuffing season shit and um you guys have made it to valentine's day then shout out to you we're gonna allow you to get one of one free pass with the basic chocolate strawberries and some regular ass flowers and then if y'all make it to year two of this, I don't want to see that shit again. <laughs> Advance yourself. Um, it is now topic time. And, topic time. And we had thought about this um, earlier. I think this was in the list of topics that we wanted to discuss. One is men and as friends and as people in podcasting. So first things first, let me say um, rest in peace to Curtis, a.k.a. Trollificent. Uh, for gay side stories. Um, I did not have much interaction with him, um, but I knew his presence and I knew um, the magnitude of his voice in podcasting. Uh, I understood his influence. I understood why people were drawn to him. And uh, with him passing, I definitely understand um, the hole that is kind of left in podcasting, right? Um, the people that were touched by him, uh, and everything like that. So uh, first, I wanted to say rest in peace to him, and uh, he will be missed. Um, and with that, we wanted to talk about grief uh, in this episode. I think we've seen a fair amount of death, whether it be um, the Kobe situation, Curtis, um, things that we see in the news, how we process death and, and grief um, that plays a part into your mental health, too. Um, and so I just kind of wanted to have this conversation and, and, um, and he was down with it. So I appreciate you for agreeing to this topic. Of course. man. So, um, first things first, how has anybody that you've known, have you lost anybody that's like close to you? Uh, the only person I can really think of is my uncle. Mm hmm. And he passed away, like, my, I want to say my sophomore year in college. Mm. Um, Like, sophomore going into junior, maybe. Uh, But other than that, no, there was a time where we um, almost lost my mom. Mm. 
uh and that was a lot but other than that no but i've seen a lot and i've been moved by enough deaths to feel a certain way but how about you um yeah i think um i spend a lot of my childhood going to funerals and hospitals um i think that's probably why now as an adult i have this adverse feeling to hospitals um, whenever we went to go visit people, we would go visit them. And that time that we went to go speak to them was the last time we were speaking to them. Um, I lost my grandma when I was really young. Um, I might've been about nine. Yeah. I'm nine or 10. Um, she suffered from dementia, uh, and all of that. My aunt had ovarian cancer. So I lost her before I lost my grandma. Um, my dad last year. So, uh, all of those were at different times. Um, so obviously my dad being the newest death, I guess I could say, um, learning how to process that. And then once that's kind of like, it kind of left a void. The, my grandma passing was kind of different because also like when dementia kind of starts setting in, you're kind of watching the person that takes care of you or gives you candies and treats kind of like deteriorate in that way. Yeah. Uh, so that was probably weird, more weird than anything, like trying to process um, that as a child. But like I've never had uh, a conversation about grief. It was just kind of like everybody is trying to be strong for the next person. And mm-hmm. so it's just all these like super silent tears uh, or like people like strongly clenched fists. um trying to hold it together i remember one funeral um i might yeah it might have been my grandma's uh or somebody and i remember getting back in the limo and telling like my uncle like 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 happy about it when i said this like i didn't cry i didn't cry this time (laughs) um and and he was kind of like it's so it's all right to cry like um it's it's okay to cry, but the thing about it is, that's that's it. That's all I know is that's what we're supposed to do. Like you're supposed to cry. Like nobody right. ever has the conversation of like what happens afterwards because exactly yeah yeah it's so much and especially in black families and I hate to stereotype and be that way but like that's it normally is. yeah it's normally tough because that's when all the paperwork and shit starts coming into play and then that's a different hold like a whole different dynamic about like who gets what where where do things go mm-hmm. um and then that wh- because you have never dealt you haven't currently dealt with the grief of grief of losing whoever was lost you couple that with you have to do now legal documents of like who's gonna take care of the estate who's gonna do all of this stuff where are the steps afterwards mm-hmm. um and then it just becomes anger and rage and confusion and miscommunication so um those are the things that yeah it is and i mean it's and i know it's some of it's not intentional it's just people trying to navigate their feelings but they're just going about it the wrong way but like it's still pretty it's still pretty rough nobody Um, has time to deal with a real life Tyler perry movie and no that's fair yeah ever but especially in that in that time in that period in that moment of bereavement yeah and i think that's the thing that we never really talk about so like I guess we'll try to get into some of that today. Cool. Um, so during these processes of 
feelings that well let's let's take it back to to Curtis then I think that makes sense so when you um just I, I assume like most people had they had found out via Twitter yeah um and I know that like um the queer people of color podcast group um I know there's a very large community of intelligent and talented people um can you give us some kind of like insight of like what your feelings were at that time like oh snap like what's like kind of what's happening um it was just like death to me is awkward when it's younger people Mm -hmm. so for that reason it was awkward um and I, i didn't know that i don't think anybody knew he was sick um so it was a shock that because it was just they said he had a, a pull up a long time I'm like huh what happened so i had more questions than anything but it was still like damn like you know he like it uh i don't know and I'm, I'm bad with um putting those feelings into words mm. um when people die so that it's like i feel like I tend to come across as if I don't really care that much because I don't know how to verbalize. Oh, okay. Understood. Yeah. Those thoughts and feelings, um, they're there. I just don't know the words to put them together properly. So I never really know what to say in times like this. And I'm the kind of consoler that's just like, I'm, I'm the friend that helps take your mind off of it <laughs> and keeps you occupied with something else. For sure. And then maybe talk about it one good time, one deep time, maybe twice. But I'm not I'm not good talking about it with people because I understand people conceptualize it differently. And I don't I hate to sound cliche, oh, they're in a better place and oh everything's gonna be okay. It's just I I don't I question how effective those things are. Um so it's just I, I yeah. It, yeah but i don't feel like i handle it poorly i i feel like i handle death well mm, okay um i just don't know how to express it yeah for sure i can absolutely understand that i think i think that's where a lot of people are right like i don't like to do the rest in peace i guess it's um i fe- it feels cliche like you said, I'm, I'm I too am left with more questions, um, more than anything, mainly because it's just I was busy in the middle of like I was in the middle of working. I was trying to switch, uh, I was trying to switch a playlist, and Twitter was open, and it was on Frankie's tweet. Um, I think where he kind of not necessarily announced it, but I guess was replying to something. Um, mm. and so I was like, I, I think I misread that. And I read it again and I, cause I replied to him and I was like, wait, what? Um, and then I just closed, like I had closed my phone and then went back to doing the playlist cause I was trying to get some stuff done. <laughs> but I had kept, I had kept thinking about it. Like, am I, nah, that feels weird. Like it's kind of the same way, much in the same way. Um, the news to Kobe dying kind of got to me. Like somebody kind of said it in passing, like they, like in a, in a question way, like Kobe died. And I was like, who? Like as in not basketball Kobe. Um and kinda in the like kinda in the same way like when I saw that, like uh my friend Trill died and I was like, What? No. 
not the no. Nah, that doesn't make sense. Um, yeah, you do have that, that slight period where it's like, huh? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. That's really what like that's really what? what my brain went like. I I'm sure I misread that, and yeah, that was kind of the thing. Like, um, like you said, like I kind of didn't have words. Um, I also much like we say here, like, is it on me to give my two cents or, um, yeah, yeah. say, say something. Like I said, like, I don't really, um, I don't really know homie or I didn't really know him. Um, like I said, we had done, uh, an episode together. Uh, we had joked here and there on Twitter, but like, that's really it. And I think, and I'd be interested to see like what happens um in the future with these things right people that we are attached to um or engage with on social media when those days come when uh whatever they get sick and they're no longer around because that's the thing that like mm-hmm. is more eerie than anything right like your mind can play tricks on you because you had conversation with somebody in real life versus being able to go back and look at their timeline and look at how short um the the time was before like they just were talking to us or them yeah like that and, and then to that crazy. thing so that's it like that was the second part of my day like i went back to see if frankie replied um and then i went to um trillificent's timeline and it was just like three days ago or four days ago like just was tweeting i'm like damn like this is a person i'm looking at the tweets like planning like planning the weekend like planning making plans for the weekend asking people yeah. are they making plans for the weekend like that's the thing where i'm like oh shit we don't we we don't do that thing where we're making um we're like we are not even in the place of like realizing how good we kind of have it taking advantage of each day taking like um account into like the people in our lives and stuff like that so that that when people are gone we're not left with all these questions um and and it is kind of a thing and it's not it wasn't like that going to his timeline then triggered into me like why I feel like it is important for me to start telling people how much I care about them, how useful mm-hmm. they are to me. Um, because even processing the grief is a lot of like, you blame yourself a lot for stuff. Damn, I should have reached out more. Damn, I should have did this. And I felt like that way, especially like with my dad, like when my dad passed, it was a lot of stuff that I blamed on myself where I was like, I could have been a way better son. And even my therapist was like, I don't even know why you're, going through that like it's he's the adult like you're you should have did this and i'm like yeah but i'm grown now too there are things that i could have did that i felt like would have made me a better son um or those things would have got the validation that i needed from my father um but these are just hypothetical situations i don't know if those things would have worked yeah so yeah i feel like that's a, a a normal feeling when somebody passes away though just like because you have that period where it's just like what else could i have done what else should i have done and because like you don't you know, like it's like the time is up but i feel like that's with any situation almost where you run out of time it's just like what else could i have done mm-hmm. during that time like like oh man like what what else could i have, like what did i miss out on when i was in college you know like what could i have done then even though you feel like you did the best that you could it's it's always like that second thought of man maybe I missed out on something, right? Um, so I don't have that 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 feeling for too long of a pit because for me, it's like you know we we talked when we talked 
we work together when we work together and at least i feel like those moments were authentic mm-hmm. and though though you know that that was his natural stuff and i would rather have one authentic moment with somebody than a bunch of experiences and run-ins that don't really mean anything no that's true so i i don't sit in that you know what else or i should have could have period for too long because like i said my experiences were authentic and and valuable and we had great conversations when we had them and you know those mean something and even if it was just one running or one instance that would have meant more than a whole associateship full of random tweets and stuff for me Mm -hmm. um so like when people are grieving in that way again like i don't know how to respond to it because it's like i can't relate this <laughs> no that's true that's no, real like i i i don't know what to say because i don't like i get it i understand it um and i'm not trying to invalidate or trivialize it in any way but i i don't know how to comfort that like what 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 do i say or what do i do in response to that um yeah Mm. Yeah, it's I'm it's just the, weird when it comes to it. Yeah, no, I mean, it is. I think that's the thing. I think when we don't have, like, even having these conversations about grief and death and stuff like that are always kind of tough because it's like you either have to think back or you are on the lucky side where like you haven't necessarily lost anybody close to you yet. Um, yeah. So some people are just like, I don't know. I'll I'll deal with it whenever it happens. Versus being like people who almost feel like they're always on guard for it, um, mm. where they're like, I don't, I don't know, um, I don't know what's gonna happen. The, so the it's thing weird. is, for me, it's like I'm not on, I'm not always on guard for it, but I'm prepared for it because I know it's inevitable. Absolutely. Um, so it may be shocking when they're younger because it's just like, whoa thought there would be more time but people dying doesn't shock me because that's what we did um so even still like the circumstances might be jarring or shocking like kobe but it's just like i mean that that's part of life it's the end of it but it's part of it and i think that's kind of partially why i don't fear it or i'm not afraid of it because it's going to happen anyway. So what's the point of me sitting around living afraid of some shit that's going to happen regardless of how I feel about it? Yeah. I mean, I think about that. I think about that in a way of like more in the way of celebrities, how like they've all touched us. Right. So like we're not getting any younger. So like when Jay-Z is 50, Diddy is 50, um, we think about like, oh snap, what what's gonna be like when we get the news that uh, you know, they passed or like uh, you know, any of the celebrities that we love or people that we've touched. And I mean, in the way where like you know, you've your recreational time has been involved with these people as well, whether it be going to concerts or benefits or whatever you try to do to get close to them. Um mm-hmm. I think those things like and much like you and I both like we're music heads. So these songs are tied to pivotal points in our lives. Um, yeah. 
so those are the things like I think about too. Mainly because I see so many people being like, "Y'all care about this person and didn't even know y'all existed." And you're like, "Yeah, but they mean more. They mean more to me than I do to them." But uh, that's because these things, like the their songs or their movies or their art, um, mm-hmm. was at a pivotal point in my life. Um, so mm-hmm. those images or those songs or those poems or whatever it is are, are attached to times that I didn't think I was going to make it out or when I was at the height of my whatever. So um, that's the reason why I also pay attention to when celebrities pass to how people kind of move through the grief, because it's a lot of telling, like those seem to be almost the most genuine moments on social media. Right. Opposed mm-hmm. to the people trying to be like contrarians, like y'all don't, they don't even know y'all. Y'all ain't nobody like, okay, cool. But you know, whatever. But if uh, me and my pops only got to chill because we watched Kobe's last game together, right? Or, mm. um, yeah, I was at a really low point and somebody took me to Coachella and I saw whatever, Beyonce's homecoming thing. Like, whatever the thing is people get attached to, um, those things, I find them to be very important. And then also, like, I love hearing those stories about yeah how how people connect to one another, Um through how whatever them being creative or just stories that they tell how they're connected to people. Um, so those are the things that I think about too, when it comes to like grief. Yeah. And I, um, I also, I don't get attached to people in a way that makes me feel a, a void when they go. And I'm not saying that in like a, a, a guard away, but I mean, again, I, I, I know that death is inevitable. So in getting attached to somebody that's on my mind, like I may lose this person. Well, at the end of the day, you only lose people if you break up or if you die. So, but you going to lose them or they're going to lose you. So in getting attached to people, it's just like, I, I, I'm doing so with the understanding that at some point I may very well have to let this person go. So if, and when that time comes, it's not uh again it's not like a sorrowful thing or surprising it's it's just like okay we've come to the end of this and it sucks but regardless of how much it sucks it it I, there's nothing that can be done to change it so what am i going to do that's true and it sucks and it hurts sometimes to to still be you know productive and it takes time to, you know, get your mind right and feelings and things like that. But I can't stop. I, I Life isn't stopping just because somebody passed away that I'm close to. I wish it did. I really wish, like, there was something where it's just like you don't pay rent during a mourning period or something. Like, that would be beautiful. Unfortunately, bills still got to be paid. Yeah. And you also. got to eat. Wow. We would be lying our asses. <laughs> we be lying our asses off because uh, niggas in the hood got access to Photoshop. We be in here making new uh, fucking obituaries, obituaries every couple of days. <laughs> just be, <laughs> we just be in here being like, "Didn't your mama die two weeks ago?" Man, listen, like you know. No, the, the thing is, you got to make up an auntie or an uncle that got a, a name that none of your auntie or uncles got, so you don't uh, jinx nobody. No, that's fair. That's real. Yeah, my aunt Pat, she done been through some shit. <laughs> she done been sick in the hospital plenty of times. Yeah. That bitch still kicking, though. God bless her. Yeah. God bless her. Nah, I feel you. But no. 
but yeah, it's just like I don't know, and I, I'm always very aware of that, and it's also how we perceive death too. I feel like for some people that feel like it's just the, the end of a journey, and the the weight of it isn't as heavy. Um, but then for other people, it's a loss, and it is a heavy weight, and I understand all of those. You know what I mean? We're, there is no right or wrong way to deal with death or to uh perceive it as long as you're not harming yourself or other people but because of that and because i am mindful that people navigate death differently i'm very quiet because i i want to fill out how people are navigating it and and stuff like that so that way if and when i do say something it's productive and it's not annoying or it's not triggering you know what i mean because mm-hmm. it's like it's so much that can be going through somebody's head and you know sometimes people want to be consoled sometimes they don't i am not somebody that likes to be consoled it irritates me it's frustrating like give me space give me room to breathe do not keep checking on (laughs) like leave me the fuck alone um but then some people you know do need that and do want that and that's okay some people like to talk about it. Some people don't. Some people like being distracted. Some people don't. Again, I'm very much a distractor. I am very much a, I'm, I'm good for company and and jokes and, you know, maybe a word about it here or there. Like I said, maybe one or two, like, deep, long conversations about it. But my best contribution to somebody's grieving process is the person that kind of maintain some type of normalcy because yeah also feelings and emotions give me guys okay <laughs> that uh you are the one you are the one who is more in tune with their feelings out of out of us uh <laughs> that is so i will feel like that is right up your alley but okay well it's just like i uh just because I'm in tune doesn't it's like I, I always compare it to like cleaning windows and mirrors. It's like it's not difficult to do. You know, I can clean the good window, I can clean the good mirror. I just don't even feel like doing it. Like it's, mm, it's like okay. it's so laborious for no reason. <laughs> and it's just like, uh Yeah, that's real. I can feel that. It's not hard. It's not like it's not a hassle. Yeah, it's tedious though. It's, it's, just, it's just like yeah, it's I don't feel like doing <laughs> I yeah. don't feel like doing it even like with the dude I'm talking to it's just like I don't have problems being vulnerable that's not the issue I just don't feel like doing it <laughs> like yeah. no, I, can, I can I can put that towards taking a nap I can put that energy towards so many other things <laughs> but now I have to be emotionally expressive and it's like I have a lot of feelings and emotions sometimes to the point where it is hard for me to verbalize them. So that makes it even more draining. Cause I have to try to figure out how to express this in a way that is efficient and effective. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just so much work to do and I don't be feeling like doing it. No, that's fine. No, that's a, that's a real <laughs> thing. Uh, I've definitely been like, I don't feel like doing the thing that y'all want me to do. Um, also, yeah, I want to get into that at some point, maybe um, whenever we do that, because that don't that doesn't really work um, with some people if you say you don't feel like talking about something, because then um, 
you then have to defend it, which is super annoying. But uh, you better than me because I ain't defending shit. I don't want to talk about it. Heart yeah, stop. Yeah, no, right, but <laughs> right, it becomes a then it becomes an argument if I'm like, I don't want to talk about it or why, and I'm like because I don't want to. Uh, and then it becomes this thing. It's a it becomes a personal battle uh, back and forth with people, and I was like, I feel like dudes don't get to do that or not. Uh, <laughs> but I don't. I can't. I, I, I can't tell if that's a um, a hetero thing because I feel like I've only experienced this conversation like with women and other dudes who uh, engage with, deal with, have sex with women. <laughs> Again, mm. do like can agree like or have agreed like yeah, she won't let me just be like I don't want to talk about this or it's bothering me or I don't want to get into it because it becomes this whole other thing. Um, and so I'm like, yeah, I don't know that that is a whole thing. So when I say like defend it, then it's like now I'm trying to coddle your feelings with like I don't trust you with this information versus um, I also don't need you to try to fix this. I just need to process it and you are not allowing me to do that. You're what you are mm. doing is being annoying as shit right now. <laughs> so um, that is a thing, but that'll be a conversation, I guess for like another day. Um, yeah. But I absolutely feel you on that. Like there, there are things um, I think it also come like, you come to grips with your own morality or on your own mortality. Like your own morality, <laughs> wrong way. Your own mortality when somebody passes. Um, yeah, but uh, it it also brings up a ton of other things, uh, tons of other emotions that kind of do whatever. I think I had had a conversation with my mom, um, and she was saying like when she passes that she just wants this like celebration of life kind of ceremony, and not and like mm. I had never really heard people say that. Um, before, like, I don't want all this, the organ playing and, uh, I don't want you know, that on, shit yeah, like she just was like, play some fucking earth, wind and fire and let's just talk about Thank the good times you. and, and move on. And I, I don't was even like, want that. Like, don't be talking about me and shit. Like, fuck that. I always, I, I always say, but I keep telling people, like, I want, like, I have like a, a memorial cookout with like an open bar with alcohol and marijuana and like a moon bounce and a slip and slide, you know, and just have a good old time, like in remembrance. Are there going to be children there? Are these like adult size, (laughs) are these adult size, like bounce houses and stuff? Oh no, those are for the kids. Okay. I was like, wait, what's, what's Uh, happening? Damn. Maybe if I have an open weed bar, I shouldn't have children there. I mean, well, look, they're not my fucking kids, and you ain't so, gonna know. You ain't gonna be there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you, yeah. they can't come arrest my ass. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be a bit much. <laughs> I was like, that's oh, uh, <laughs> but no, just have a have a good old time, like all that, and then burn my ass, and I don't know, spread the ashes in front of Motown. I don't fucking know. Um, but I don't know, like that. That the funeral and then picnic number that shit costs money, and then making people be outside while they lower a box in the ground is just rude. No, I've been in the church house or something, listening to people talking. Some of them fake cry for an hour and a half, two hours, however long. Like that stuff is draining. Like let's keep the energy high. Let's have a good time, laugh, drink, smoke. In remembrance and and call it a fucking day like 
again, all that crying and shit. <laughs> like, no, don't do that. Yeah. Don't yeah. do it. I think that's I think that's the other thing too that I care more about too. Like that I um leave people with more good memories than bad. So Yeah. Um that's also how I engage or interact with people. So like hopefully that goes over that way and then they can only really remember um not only remember, but just be synonymous with good times uh in that yeah. way. So yeah, man. And one thing that hasn't happened with me is when I know like when usually when people pass away and makes other people like, Oh, you know, I need to you know, I take these people for granted and I need to make more time for this and this and this and these people and these people. And my biggest thing with that is always it does make me think about my own mortality, but it's more so a question of am I do I feel like I'm making the most of the time that I have? Am I using these moments to the best of my ability to achieve whatever goal I have? Um, And if that goal is not be more accessible to people, then I'm not going to trip over that. Mm. If that's, does that make sense? Yeah. Like I'm not going to be the kind of person that just becomes more social and, um, you know, initiating more conversations just because somebody passes away. But whatever my goal is, as as far as making sure that I'm making the most out of my time here, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I. So I think for me, it's not, um, it's not an abrupt change when I say that, because my so mine is normally like, oh, um, you know what? Because I've been busy or whatever i haven't done my fair share in this friendship this relationship this whatever um and we and this thing like i'm not like you said i'm not using my time um efficiently right like caring more caring more about making money or caring more about creating something that doesn't necessarily make money yet versus investing in a friendship or investing in a um a partnership of some sort um mm-hmm when when i chose the money option over them right and then being mm-hmm. like you know what i never reach out and i'm never the one to be like hey how are you doing how's your day or like um or the other way right like i've abandoned um i've abandoned the um engagement due to being the one always reaching out right mm-hmm. um and then you have not or whoever the person is has not reached back out there whatever slow to respond whatever that is right so i've abandoned that like hey i'm not putting my energy into that because i feel like we i'm always the one doing that and then i kind of get off my high horse and be like i enjoy that person though so if, mm-hmm. if if i'm the one who has to be the initiator in that then um then i need to be better about that and let them know i do appreciate these conversations i do appreciate the engagement um, not necessarily like we never spoke and now I'm out the blue like because some like because Kobe died and I'm like, yo, I want us to start playing basketball together and go on trips. Like, nah, nah, nah it's not it, it's not an abrupt change. Is I do see people do that though. Like now I'm trying and to. It's always funny. Yeah, it's, I'm know trying it's to be. Last. 
a better person. Yeah, right. That's the thing. Like, I'm trying to be a better person. I'm about to start telling everybody good morning and shit. And I'm like, you're not even a morning person. Get out. Why you you exactly you hate the mornings? Why do you want to do that? But like, there are things that you don't even get up till two yeah, o'clock. <laughs> yeah, you work. You work third shift. Why are you doing that? Uh, so, <laughs> like, uh, so yeah, like those are things um, that I think about, right? Where I'm just like, I do want people to be nicer to each other. I do want people to respect each other. I don't want any conversations that I see online or whatever to be taken. But we also don't know tone, nuance, all this other shit. But there are things mm-hmm. that I could do in my media circle, right? Give people compliments. Let them know that I appreciate their work. Um, let them know all types of stuff like that. Those are the small changes that I will be implementing this year. It's the way that I engage and interact with people. Um, but outside of that, yeah, no, it's not like whatever Kobe died. And now I'm trying to like, all my friends got to go to Turks and Caicos for the weekend. Cause I want us to be closer. Like, nah, it's not, <laughs> no, it's not going to happen. Um, I'm going to text you some funny memes and a thumbs up and we going to keep it moving. Uh, we're going to play. Yeah, um, we're going to play, uh, what is it, iMessage games and shit like that, and then that's it. <laughs> um, so, yeah. But outside of that, no, nah, man, I don't have, I don't want it to be an abrupt thing. But like you said, there are some people who are like, oh, this this is the thing. The marathon, <laughs> the marathon continues. And it was like, it was oh. moving. It was moving without you, homie. Like, it was good. It was still going. <laughs> it was still going if you bought a sweatshirt or not. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I feel you. But that's the thing. So, what else you got? What else you got? Because we're gonna get out of here. I didn't want this to be super, like super heavy, or, or um, whatever. But I did want to touch on it because I felt like um, I felt some responsibility to, to have this conversation, at least between us. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, all I really have to say is, you know, use your time wisely and use it. Um, <clears throat> like, don't take the time that you have for granted, and make sure that you're always you know working towards something or moving towards something um i'm not going to say neglect other people completely you know find whatever balance works for you um so that and don't let people guilt you into feeling like you're supposed to be talking to people every day just because somebody passes away whatever level of human interaction works for you and your mental (laughs) emotional health stick to that no more no less um and yeah always you know be kind to yourself and be kind to others one thing i can say that it's like i don't feel like i've ever been rude or nasty or disrespectful towards curtis you know i, I feel like he knew that i rock with him and he rocked with me so I, I i i don't feel like regret or anything you know what i mean yeah i think um i think you guys had a pretty cordial relationship um like I said, I didn't know him that well, um, but I, you know, I respected his work. I thought he was funny. I yeah. thought the things he um, did and said were insightful. Um, but yeah, that was it. That's I'm known him as much as you can know somebody via their tweets and podcasts. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, he will be missed. Um, and I think this for me is the second time. I'm aware of like the impact of a person in podcasting that has passed. Um, the first, obviously combat Jack, um, and then, uh, Curtis. So, um, but yeah, to, to your point, like, yeah, be, um, be aware of how you're using your time. Um, put energy into the things that you know that matter, not that they feel like they matter. Uh, that people tell you matter. 
that you right. haven't assessed for yourself. Right. Um, but yeah, also like let people know that you're grateful for them or you appreciate them. That's the thing that I think gives people tripped up. Like, oh, I wish I had one more conversation or I wish I had one more day or that kind of thing. Um, you'll beat yourself up over that. Um, and I'm speaking from experience on that. So yeah, yeah, that's a that's a real thing. But um, that's it. Shut this thing down. <laughs> oh, we, we we doing drops. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hit us up on the socials, everybody. You can hit me up on Instagram or Twitter at Baby Huey. That's B A E B Y H U E Y. And you can follow me at Just Say Words Pod. Um, cause I don't be doing nothing over there now. Uh, so, <laughs> so yes, just say words, POD. Um, and I'm just over there cracking jokes and being silly. So yeah, do that. Yeah. And I'll, I'll just be over on my neck of the woods doing the same shit. But, uh, <laughs> uh, so in, in closing, in conclusion, uh, this was a dope episode, by the way, bro. Appreciate the conversation. Yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, you know. Season change, some mad things rearranged, but if it ain't growing, it's there. We out of here. Peace. Peace.